Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Focused in on Foremost Farms USA today. They're headquartered in Baraboo, Wisconsin, and we've learned that hundreds of dairy operators across the state of Wisconsin and beyond received letters announcing a 90 cents per hundredweight deduction on their milk check beginning in September. This comes on the heels of an announcement by Foremost Farms last week that they are going to close two of their processing plants in central Wisconsin, impacting 100 employees. We've got the details. Morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Had a chance yesterday to visit with Rachel Schrader. She is one of those impacted Foremost Farms dairy patrons. She farms with her dad in Watertown, milking 90 cows. We're going to get her reaction to the letter and the 90-cent deduction as we roll our way through a Thursday. Speaking of dairy, what's happening with the dairy markets? Are we still robust? Are we seeing consumers pull back? We'll talk about it with Owen Feenstra, broker analyst with EverAg. He's our guest this morning. Weather-wise, it looks like it's going to be a fairly pleasant day. Partly sunny skies. 62 are expected high. Sunshine tomorrow and 65. Sunshine on Saturday, 68. Sunshine on Sunday and 64 degrees. When's the next possibility for rain? Stumacher Ag Meteorologist will bring us those details. BioVet in Barneveld offers industry-leading direct-fed microbials and supplements to help your livestock be healthier, more productive, and profitable. Join Pam Yonke at World Dairy Expo on October 5th at 1.30 in booth 1503 in the Exhibition Hall and visit bio-vet.com to learn more. Dairy Metrics is back. Generate benchmarks with real-time data on more than 9,000 herds and 2 million cows. Dairy Records Management Systems and Pam will be broadcasting from inside the Coliseum at Booth 37 on Wednesday, October 5th at World Dairy Expo. Learn more about dairy records management systems at drms.org. We're on mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. The Young Farmer and Agriculturist Program is for our younger Farm Bureau members up to 35 years of age, and that is where a lot of our contests take place, which was something that I had the opportunity to do through the discussion meet, as well as achievement. It's a program you should really look into. WFBF.com. It opened up opportunities for me. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. If you've got a woolen sweater made from Irish wool, you've got some good stuff because uh, Ireland has a lot of sheep and it's an interesting way that they take care of sheep. And uh, Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, I've had a chance to uh, see it, but it's been a while. Pam, you got an up-close look recently at how the sheep industry works in Ireland. Yeah, we were really fortunate, Bob. The weather cooperated with us on basically all of our stops for our Scotland-Northern Ireland farm tour. And one of those stops focused in on the always critical sheep and lamb industry that Northern Ireland depends on. 
Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee, the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, had a chance to visit with Jamesy McCloy. He is a fourth-generation shepherd in Northern Ireland that runs Glen Shane Country Farms. Now, this young man started off doing sheep shearing while his uh, father ran the lambs and the acreage, but he's transitioned from doing not only shearing, also now running his own flock, and it really fluctuates dependent on the available acreage. I talked about the farm with Jamesy and asked him to give me a few more details on its history and where he wants to take it in the future. Well, I was, um, I'm fourth generation to farm here. So um, as far as I can remember back, my grandfather was here. My father farmed here at a very young age. Um, my father saw that I was really keen to be farming. Mm-hmm. He would have farmed part-time as my grandfather did because the size of our farm, it was very difficult to make a full-time wage that would you know, run a full right. family, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was saw how keen I was to farm. He basically passed it over to me when I was about 19, 20. And any time I need him, he's always there to help. But he let give me the run of it. And I suppose it encouraged me to really push on and try and develop the farm as best I could. Yeah. How big is the farm? Our farm's actually not that big. Uh, we would run approximately uh, in total up on 40 acres and then any other land after that we, we rent. And then that number varies depending on the amount of stock we have and the amount of stock we have varies on how much land we have access to. So sometimes we have, we've had land this, this good few years, which is great, but some other farms have come into uh, our, I suppose, farming circle for a short time and maybe has left again because someone else has maybe wanted to, sure. to do their own thing with it and then we've maybe got it back again. Right, right. Why does this seem to be, why do sheep seem to be ideal around here? We're fairly high up here. Um, anything from 600 uh, feet up to 1,000 feet would be our area of farming. Um, I don't farm at the highest level of that, but where we're at, we generally find cattle, it's a very short season. By the time the ground dries up, and we get the cattle out onto the ground. Uh, we have a bit of a summer, and before you know where you're at, it's mm. it's closing in again. And a lot of farmers, I suppose, has found that and have moved across into the sheep because they're more versatile with the land we're actually using. Yeah. Um, you've also a lot of farmers that are on the same level of land that we're at and have invested in cattle housing, which, which sorts that problem fairly well. But again, it's extra investment, it's extra costs. Yeah, right. Tell me about your neighbors. You're a relatively young man that's still sticking to trying to make uh, this farm the viable income source for your family. Yeah, well, I've found, um, particularly as a contract shear for over 20 years, like I started shearing when I was, um, I suppose, 18, 19. And all through them years, I would have found that the very, very early years, the farmers were generally a lot older than, than what I was. And some of their sons were taking it on and some of them weren't. When I was stopping my shearing to sort of switch over to my tourism business, I found at that stage uh, a lot of the a lot of the older farmers were still farming, and the younger farmers weren't coming in. Mm. They were stopping, and the, the, the just the return just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Certain regulations was just creating other complexity to the to the overall investment and and survival and sustainability off the farm. And at the end of the day, yes, we want to keep the farm. We want to be farming, and so many of them people want to be doing that. But it's just not putting food on the table. Right. So majority of farmers you'll find, especially smaller holders, small holders throughout Ireland, is part time. Well, and that's what 
people seem to want to prefer, especially across the UK. Tell me a little bit on what you're sensing, Jamesy, trying to go forward. Now, we'll get to your ag tourism angle in a little bit, but as a young man that's trying to figure out how you might be able to pass this on to your family, what do you see developing that worries you the most? Is it policy? Is it regulation? Is it changes in weather? Is it uh, the world marketplace? There's certain regulations and there's certain criteria that we have to abide by and I understand that and a a lot of it is is good and needs to be there some of it is putting more pressure on the farms and that seems to be going to impact even more with with talking about um, stocking rates and and, Mm -hmm. you know there's certain things that's coming down the line that I think is going to put a lot more pressure on. The main pressures and again a lot of the time as it comes back to to the financial side Mm -hmm. whereas years gone by uh, like when I started farming, a ton of fertilizer would have been approximately like 120 pounds sterling. Now, four or five years ago, that was up to 350, 360. Yeah. Now it's sitting at like 70, 800, yeah. 900 pounds. Oh, yeah. It's there's just nowhere to turn when you start getting into that type of uh, that type of variable costs. Um, and also, a red diesel has got more expensive. Machinery has got more expensive. It doesn't matter what you turn your hand to at the moment. The prices have went up, and that's the biggest. That's actually outweighing, I feel, the chances of profitability and the chances of farmers following forward more so than the regulations. Mm-hmm. Although the regulations they are talking about, if they follow through, is going to affect a lot of uh, heavily stocked cattle farmers more so than, than us as sheep farmers. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about how you've decided to try to circumvent some of that uncertainty with the ag tourism. When did, when did you start welcoming visitors to the farm? It actually happened accidentally. Um, very very quick story we started a self-catering accommodation in 2018 um it was a family home that that i had purchased mm-hmm. and i was trying to think you know what what i don't mm-hmm. really want to rent it what can i do and the tourism thing kind of come around i thought you know what that that would work for me and the very first no sorry the second family that we had coming to stay with us was a family from pennsylvania and like anybody that comes around our house you know you want to welcome them and i want to make reassure them if you need me i'm on the yeah, phone right. give me a call yeah. if there's any problems give me a call and just before i left they happened to say to me how long will it take you driving home and i said i'm going to step through that hedge over there that's <laughs> how i'm going to get home so uh very quickly it was like is this your is this where you live is this your farm and that's where the story the story followed on that yeah. they wanted to see the sheep sure. and i brought the sheep up with them with the dog and that's the light bulb moment where i thought you know there's something more here Right. Well, and you do, I mean, aside from a beautiful setting, you also have some very engaging, they hear the sheep in the background. That's not really the star of the show. The star of the show are your dogs. Tell me about your dogs. So the dogs, um, without the dogs, I don't think I would be working much with sheep. Um, Again, you know, people say, you know, are they are they pets or are they just working dogs? No, to me, they're part of the team. They're all under all them things under the same umbrella and the five dogs we have at the moment now they all have their jobs some are better at other jobs than others and it's a bit like me none of us are perfect so we just sort of we fill in the blanks as best we can and you're you really do pay very close attention though to the dogs their pedigree um this is a thought through plan it's not like this is just some pup you picked up at the pub no definitely not but at the same time when you need a pup or when you're thinking of getting your you know purchasing a pup uh, it's, it's just not a case of like Amazon where you can click in and see what's available. Right. You're sort of waiting for the right opportunity and I've been lucky to have opportunities where I have got what I wanted right. and 
from here on out and breeding my own. So it, again, that works really well because I can do that in my own time. I can pick the stud dog that I want to use right. with their females and so on. And actually one of the dogs we have at the moment, Finn, will be a future stud dog on the farm. So I'm really pleased with what we have at the moment now, definitely. And they are work dogs. Uh, people are going to say, oh, well, does he do trials with them? Uh, does he compete with them? That's not exactly uh, in your blood. No, no. <laughs> I, uh, that's what I joked about earlier. I wouldn't be a, a competitive person. I'm more in, com more in competition with myself than I am with yeah. anyone else. Yeah. Um, if we were in the middle of a competition and, and someone mentioned about getting a burger or grabbing a cup of tea, I'd be like, right, come on, we'll do that. <laughs> so with me, it's more about um, getting my work done in as safe a way as possible and keeping animal welfare as, as, as well as possible. And the competitions are brilliant and they're fantastic to watch. And I do enjoy watching them and I do back a lot of people that do it. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's just not something I personally get into. You know, we talk about farming being a community. Is that what you're getting a sense of now? You feature different types of breeds or you talk about somebody else doing something else. Is that the new generation of farmers? sharing information, features, stops? There is a lot of that has been going on uh, over this past uh, few years. A lot of business development groups where Department of Agriculture have pulled together different scenarios where they have brought in applications mm -hmm. from all farmers, young mm -hmm. about, and not just young farmers, any farmers. Mm -hmm. um, but I have found it's attracted young farmers together uh, once they get chatting about the similar products, they might, knew, they might have knew each other beforehand, but once they start messaging and get friendly, it all just starts to kick off. That's Jamesy McCloy. He is the owner and operator of Glen Shane Country Farms, an Irish shepherd that is managing his flock based on land availability and its proximity to his fourth-generation operation. That's why he's started a little bit of agritourism, but he said he does not want to turn his farm into a petting zoo. Instead, he wants to make sure that people that visit the farm truly get an understanding of the challenges that Irish agriculture is facing, land availability, changes in weather, and of course, the markets. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Are you looking for something special? Something right for your needs? What about something with performance backed by unique germplasm? Well, we're here to help you find a soulmate for your soil. Your soil mate. With Agrigold, enjoy a seed made so specifically for your soil it feels like fate. And with a team that's with you every step of the way, it's never been easier. Find your soil mate at chooseagrigold.com. It's Preston from Window World. I hear too many stories of people being held hostage through a three-hour window appointment and pressured to sign now for a project that's worth a small fortune. At Window World, we take as much or as little time as you have and provide a clear, easy-to-read estimate right on the spot. Don't think your window project is out of reach because some companies ruined your experience. Call the best value in your area. Window World. Call Window World. You'll be glad you did. When it comes to jewelry appraisals, get to know your Denny's jeweler. There's a number of different reasons a person will do appraisals. We just say, bring in everything. It's so fun because it's like when somebody brings that stuff in and they're all excited, then they start thinking about it and where it came from, which is priceless. I'm Pete Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers.
squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop? That's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, we're a little snug on time as we roll our way into a Thursday morning, but we got to find out about these temperatures out there. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. A little bit more drastic this morning than I expected. Absolutely. I've got 26 at Black River Falls and folks in Jackson, Monroe, Juneau, and Adams County under that freeze warning till 8 a.m. The rest of us under a frost advisory. I see Berlin and Watoma at about 30. High pressure going to keep it very cool but bright today. And then we start to warm it up. There's the better news. We start to move away from talking about frost and freezing heading right into the weekend with temps, in fact, that could be above normal. I'll have forecast details right after this. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Even though a bid that you get looks great or a program looks great, make sure that you go and get a comparative bid. The easiest way to compare bids is a price per watt. So what the whole solar industry works off of, a simple phone call to Olson Solar Energy, you can find out quickly whether or not you can save serious amounts of money. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Your soil is your farm's greatest asset. Every season is an opportunity for both short-term profit and long-term improvement. The Midwestern BioAg way optimizes yields, soil fertility, and sustainability, nurturing your greatest asset. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg, better farming through better soil. Join our friends from Compure and Pam at World Dairy Expo on Friday, October 7th at 9.30 a.m. as they cover the final day for the world's premier dairy event. Compure is dedicated to agriculture and rural America by providing loans, risk management, and other financial services throughout 144 counties in the Midwest. To learn more, visit Compure.com. World Dairy Expo is back with a new event schedule. Sunday, October 2nd through Friday, October 7th, feature a five-day dairy cattle show and a four-day trade show. Learn more and purchase tickets today at WorldDairyExpo.com or download our app in Apple, iTunes, or Google Play Store. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFinn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. All righty, Stu, let's have that forecast. All right, some patchy fog and frost this morning. Of course, a frost advisory for almost all of us till 8. Boston, you have that freeze warning till 8. And I'd expect during the day more sunshine to break through under high pressure. Low 60s today with south winds at 5. Overnight, clear skies, more of a stay at about 40, maybe the upper 30s at Boston. Southeast winds will be around 5. Another sunny day Friday. 
back up in the mid or even upper 60s. Could be a 68 at lacrosse with the south wind at 5. And the weekend, Saturday, sunny and nice upper 60s, maybe 70 at lacrosse with the northeast breezes about 5. Sounds really nice through the weekend, Pam. We just need to get through the chilly start today. Yeah, I agree. If you've got a thermometer and you want to let us know what's going on, remember the Farm Talk text line, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Let me know what kind of temperature you're waking up with this morning. More on the foremost farm situation coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you suffering from hair loss, bald spots, receding hairlines? There's a new solution for men and women that uses regenerative medicine to stimulate hair follicles and give you thicker, fuller hair with no surgery. This remarkable treatment is now available here from the regenerative specialists at QC Kinetics. That's right. The same protocols that help relieve joint pain can be used to give new life to dormant hair follicles. QC Kinetics medical professionals can use growth factors from your own body, concentrated and applied to your scalp, restoring hair follicles, preventing further loss, and increasing hair growth. Imagine thicker, fuller hair with no expensive surgery and no downtime. So if you're losing your hair due to aging, pattern baldness, or a medical condition, call now to learn more about exciting natural biologic treatments, regenerative medicine that can stimulate those dormant hair follicles. Get your hair growing naturally again. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 608-319-1750. You don't have to do a bunch of talking when you have seed that does the walking. And the 2021 First and University Trials proved once again that Dairyland Seed Soybeans are miles ahead of the competition. With 77 top five finishes led by Dairyland Seed brand Enlist E3 Soybeans. And the next generation is already showing even greater promise this fall. To get updates on full 2022 soybean performance results, visit DairylandSeed.com. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Rebath started decades ago by two gentlemen who created acrylic forms to cover existing bathtubs. Today, Rebath is a complete bath remodeling company. We replace existing fixtures and totally upgrade your bathroom. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. This looks like a car. Has tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% of the time, this would be a car, but it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, 
will provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Experienced electricians, come join our family-owned team. Here's Ariel. At EverReady, we are his sponsor for the apprenticeship program. I like the small company feel, that family feel. If you have a problem, you can directly go to the owners firsthand. It speaks a lot about their values and how they value their employees. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at everreadyelectric.net for all your electrical needs. We are ever ready. With the mental health world opening up to a new day, this year's NAMI Walks Dane County promises to take our movement to the next level. NAMI Walks is coming our way on Saturday, October 8th at Olin Turville Park in Madison. This annual walk is where we raise funds, amplify awareness, and further strengthen our community. Join us as together we move closer and closer to mental health for all on Saturday, October 8th. Register now at namiwalks.org Dane County. Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Collini Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. Front page of CBSSports.com. Will Kansas hang on to Lance Leopold? And there's a picture of him looking slim and trim in the, the Rock Chalk, the Jayhawks. A lot of people want him to come to Wisconsin. Sure. Would you? Could you see that? A lot that of happen? people want him to go to Nebraska. Has, they, a, they has a big Bo Ryan feel to it. You could call it quote unquote, and I'm not calling that toiling away. At D three, you go get a, a toiling away. You go get a little sip of D one, and then you come back to the the big program. I mean, Kansas is four and zero for the first time in thirteen years. That year they didn't end uh, five and seven, I believe. Yeah. Lance, Lance Leopold is what they call a grinder, a blend in the woodwork developmental type who has won everywhere he's traveled. With three Power 5 coaches already fired in September, that also makes him a desirable candidate elsewhere in only a second season at Kansas. Yeah. I mean, Rowdy, you can't have that kind of success at a place that hasn't had it even when they hire bigger names and not expect people to be calling. Jim Leonard, Lance Leopold, the return of Brett Bielema, or Big Herb Meyer. How about that Twitter? Well, poll? if I had those, <laughs> if I had those decisions, what, what I, what do I really think happens? I think the it's the, Chris the, fifth option? the plan has been set in place for Jim Leonard to be the next guy. At least that's what it seems like. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying. If I had Even the guy who just gave fifty-two points, that's the what oper- people say. Mm-hmm. If I had the opportunity to stay with Paul Christ, bring in Brett Bielema, go to Jim Leonard, bring in Lance Leipold. Or bring in Urban Meyer, I would get on the phone. I would say, Paul, thanks for your service this year. We'll let you finish out the year. <laughs> we won't treat you like Scott Frost. We got options. We're not going to give you the, the Frost treatment. My second call would be, Jim, if you want to stay at defensive coordinator, I'm all for it. Jimmy? 
uh, sorry, but we've our plan has changed. Yeah. We are going in a different direction. Third one, well, I probably won't even give Brett a call. Be limo? And like, hey, how's the all-you-can-eat buffets there in Illinois? And uh, you would call back Leopold and say, you know what? I, I really do like your resume, but I just don't think you're the guy here. And I do everything in my power to bring in Urban Meyer. Big and the reason being is... Big Urban Meyer has been a winner at every single level that he's coached at, whether it be Bowling Green, whether it be Utah, Florida, and Ohio State. He has you won. Jacksonville. I, sorry, the college, college level. Collegiate Thank ranks, you. RJ. <laughs> Bigger. He's won multiple national titles in Florida, won a national title in um, Ohio <laughs> State, and should have was right on the door the doorstep of going to a national championship game Can't with him freaking knocking? Utah when he had Alex <laughs> Smith at quarterback. <laughs> what I'm here. getting at is Urban Meyer Man. has been a proven winner everywhere in college football. He can recruit at the highest of levels. Uh-oh. When he does have issues, he can clearly just blame it on his chest pain because he never, ever gets ah. the real you know, weight of the NCAA coming coming down on him for any recruiting violations. And one more thing. He learned that in the SEC. One more thing is if I get Urban Meyer and I have this team in place and I see the recruits start to flow in like they have flown in for the past for Urban Meyer and Wisconsin still can't beat Ohio State, they still can't completely pass up the Michigans, the Penn States, and all those other kind of second-tier teams, I will finally, as a program and as a Wisconsin Athletic Department, say, if I can't win with this situation with Urban Meyer and these players, we will never win ever. So then it doesn't matter who I hire as coach. All I would care about after that would be my ticket sales, my marketing, my blah, blah, blah. But that's why we go with Urban Meyer. Because if you can't right. win with Urban Meyer, who can you win with? All right, phone line's blowing up over this. Our guy G-Dub on Twitch said, Rowdy, just stop. Stop it. What are you doing? Uh, let's see what the phone lines have to say. <laughs> Line one, good morning. Who's this? Herb, is that you? What's up, boys? Oh, hey, Polly. What's going on, brother? I- I'm 100% behind G-Dub on this one. I've never really disagreed other than, you know, Packer cakes and stuff like that and talking smack about teams and whatever. Yeah, just wait till I have the Justin Rowdy, Fields comments coming up. With Rowdy as hard as I have. I, 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 I'm really, Wisconsin isn't even my team. Yep. But I wouldn't, <laughs> want Urban, man. I wouldn't want Urban Meyer anywhere near my campus. He's going to... He'll be up there finger-blasting co-eds and getting in trouble just like he did in wherever... Yep. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, it looks like it's going to be a pretty decent day today. Partly sunny skies. We are going to top out right around 62 degrees. Sunshine tomorrow and 65. Sunshine on Saturday, 68 degrees. Glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Speaking of who's along for the ride this morning, our friend Owen Feenstra, broker analyst with Everag, is going to catch up with us in about 15 minutes or so, of course, uh, talking about all things relative to the dairy markets. Don't forget those Everag folks are also going to be at World Dairy Expo next week. If you want to catch up with them face-to-face, talking with Owen Feenstra in just a moment. So today is the 29th day of September, getting ready to say goodbye to the month, as a matter of fact. Not a lot of items that I can offer to you today, but one special item for us Packer fans. On this day back in 1957, the Packers dedicated their new stadium. They dedicated City Stadium, which is now known as Lambeau Field. They dedicated it with a 
football game where they defeated the Chicago Bears 21-17. to Capacity crowd at that time of 32,132. And Vice President Richard Nixon was in the audience when they dedicated the stadium. City Stadium, now known as Lambeau Field, dedicated on this day back in 1957. You know, dedicated is a good way to describe our Wisconsin dairy producers. They are dedicated to their cows. They're dedicated to the industry, the environment, their neighbors. And usually they're dedicated to their processor as well. We received word, thanks to you and your emails, text messages, and social media messages, about a letter that had been sent out to hundreds of Foremost Farms USA dairy patrons announcing that beginning in September, they would be feeling a 90 cent per hundred weight deduction on their milk check. The reasoning behind the deduction was escalated costs for Foremost Farms USA. Well, many dairy producers are forced to accept it, they sure don't have to like it. And one of those dairy producers that definitely does not like it is Rachel Schrader. She farms with her dad, James McManera, at Simply Crazy Farms LLC in Watertown. They're milking 90 cows, managing about 500 crop acres. And she said if you take a look at her social media feed, she has been a strong supporter of Foremost Farms USA. She said she likes the board, she likes the general manager, the management team that's in place, and felt very confident about where Foremost Farms was headed into 2023 until that letter showed up. We really had the feeling that we had some really good, Foremost had some really good contracts with our customers, and we were really on track to make a profit this year, and the farmers were seeing the benefits of that. And so really this came out of the blue, and it was a complete shock, especially for how much the deduction is going to be at $0.90 cents per hundred. Now, and this is obviously coming at a time when anything connected to agriculture is going up as far as expense from the spring fertilizers. I'm sure you're seeing it as far as feed and energy costs, too. Oh, absolutely. Looking at our energy, though, I was talking to my dad last week. It's absolutely insane what we have to pay just to keep the fans running in the barn to keep the cows comfortable during the summer. And absolutely, fertilizer prices to get the crop in the ground are just skyrocketing. But you can't really cut corners because when you cut corners, that's when you see a loss in yield, which affects the quality of the corn you produce, which again is the feed for your cows. So we have not really made any adjustments into our cropping plan to make things cheaper. We're just trying to get through these tough years. Now, let me ask you, Rachel, the Foremost Farms field staff has been trying to contact all of their dairy producers to try to help them better understand the letter that you received. Have you talked to your fieldman yet? I personally have not talked to her. However, she, my dad did call her. So at least in our case, like our field staff did not contact us. We had to call them. And... I think that they know just about as much as we do. They don't know anything. They know what the letter said. They know that we're getting a deduction, and they're hoping it's going to be until we have some new contracts starting up at the beginning of the year. But I anticipate that this deduction is going to last longer. Right. Let's let's talk a little bit about what the letter said specifically besides the deduction. What rationale did Foremost Farms uh, Management give you 
as far as the necessity of this 90 cents a hundredweight dock? So they want to keep their numbers looking positive. They were not forced into this by any means. However, they feel that it is the best decision for the co-op to remain financially sound. Anything else on those bullet points that caught your attention? What made me the most angry was how they said that their cost of production is up this year. Therefore, they needed to take this deduction. And that makes me very angry if they are so naive to the fact that my cost of production is not probably the highest that it has ever been. And what makes me very angry with them is that they are using the farmer as an ATM to take money when, whenever they feel that they need it. It's a zero interest loan that is honestly never going to be repaid, I don't think. Right. They're not going to give us 90 cents back in the future if for some reason the co-op does really well. They're going to just keep putting, you know, any profits into making our facilities and everything better. You know, we're never going to see that 90 cents back. That's Rachel Schrader. She's a dairy producer in Watertown, along with her dad running Simply Crazy Farms, LLC, milking 90 cows, one of the foremost farms member patrons that received a letter announcing a 90 cents per hundredweight deduction beginning with their September milk production. Uh, Rachel said that they are hoping it's only going to be for a short period of time until they get new contracts in place for 2023. But she said right now, it is unknown. You can hear all of my conversation with Rachel Schrader online at MidwestFarmReport.com. Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. And I do want you to know you are still welcome to share your thoughts, your comments with me. Uh, you can text them to me, 877-301-FARM. If you're somebody that's impacted by this announcement, you can email me. Pam at MidwestFarmReport.com. You can call me, 877-301-FARM, and let me know what's going on. I welcome your feedback. I have reached out to Foremost Farms USA in Baraboo and asked for comment from their management team. So far, they have declined. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Weather around Wisconsin has started to change. Why don't you change up your attitude about the meats you're putting on your sandwiches? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for my friends at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Now remember, they're located just out of Madison in Fitchburg at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road. But anybody can tap into their authentic goodness at BavariaSausage.com or Bavaria Sausage on Facebook. And they want you to know they have got an absolutely amazing selection of salami from Bavaria to Hungary, from mustard seed to peppercorn, from picante to spicy. 
you will find it at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. So if you're looking for a little bit of a change-up on that sandwich or just for fun or a refreshing change-up when you're entertaining, take a look at some of the comments from customers on their Facebook page. You can get your order started today online, BavariaSausage.com, Bavaria Sausage Kitchen on Facebook. Judy and the crew won't disappoint. Hey, one additional news item relative to that Foremost Farms USA announcement about a 90 cent per hundredweight deduction on milk checks. Last week, Foremost Farms USA also announced that they were closing two of their plants in central Wisconsin in December. That'll impact 100 jobs that were held there, just as another side note. So quick look at markets this morning before we get to Owen Feenstra. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese gained three cents at 220. 40-pound block cheese was down a penny and three quarters. 199 will double A butter gained a penny to 316 and a half. This morning in Chicago, December corns up a penny at 671. November beans up a penny at 1409. December wheat's down four at 899. Right now, October milk is up a nickel, 2190 a hundred weight. But the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down more than 300 points as we get ready to trade on a Thursday. Owen Feenstra joining us next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. kind of got to look at it from a Ziegler point of view and a customer point of view and get them into the piece of equipment that's going to benefit their operation. Well, we've really come to trust Ziegler, their support staff, their service trucks. We've had them working on our shop and a tractor till 2 in the morning to get it ready for the next day. When they come on your farm, they're going to stay until they get the job done. Ziegler service allows us to be ready to run whenever we need to, rain or shine. For agriculture equipment, ZieglerAg.com. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the Wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh, that needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local, William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, by the hair of our chinny-chin-chin on a Thursday morning, we are happy to welcome in for comment on what's going on with the dairy industry, our friend Owen Feenstra. He is a broker analyst with EverAg. Remember, find them online, ever.ag, and you'll also be able to find them next week at World Dairy Expo. Are you planning on swinging through next week, Owen? 
You know, it seems about the whole team's going to be there, but somebody's got to stay back in the office and hold down the fort. Aww. So I got selected to stay back. Oh, poor boy, poor boy. Well, where do you want to start this morning, Owen? Just to give you a heads up, before I uh, called you up this morning, we were talking about the announcement by Foremost Farms USA that they're going to be docking their member patrons 90 cents a hundredweight on milk starting in September. Kind of surprised some folks just at the time when I think they believe that a lot of our milk processors bought line was in better shape yeah no it's it's definitely um you know when that when that circulated that definitely is you know not positive to see and i think that's a, you know i think that's a little bit of you know we're, what we're seeing a little bit across the country too or, or or i guess the backside of it would be you know in parts of the country dairymen are not getting paid um, you know, quite enough to be above their break-evens. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done some studies on, um, you know, western uh, sites and some northeast sites. And, you know, when dairies are getting stuff docked out of their paychecks and they're still coming in 56, you know, 50 cents to a dollar underneath, you know, their break-evens, especially with these, you know, elevated feed prices, um, I think that's going to put some pressure on milk supply. Indeed. Uh, what else are you kind of keeping an eye on, Owen? What's been keeping you busy lately? Yeah, you know, I think I think as we head into October, I think the big thing that I've been talking to with a lot of dairy producers is as we look at historical futures in the next two to three weeks, um, we usually see a little bit of a build in, in I guess, futures volatility and in price. Um, October into November usually tends to be a bit of a widow maker. Um, you have sporadic demand orders coming in and out. Um, and I think we're, I think we're going to continue to see that this year. I mean, I mean, you look at the last, let's call it six trading sessions. We've been on a heck of a roller coaster down over 75 cents and, you know, crazy strength um, coming back to the board yesterday. So I think demand season is, you know, let's call it we're in the middle of it, and we're going to probably see it for another three, four weeks. And I think that's a good place for, for producers to start to layer into as far as 2023 hedges. But backside of 2023, um, you have holiday demand out of the equation. And according to this last milk production, you know, we're seeing that we're starting to get into growth territory. So I would say just be diligent on this side of, of 2023. Start, start layering into some hedges out there. And then, um, yeah, just set yourself up well for, you know, post-demand season and an economy that seems to be a little bit slow at the moment. Well, and your point's well taken. Now, if never before, you should be thinking risk management. And it's not just Melco, and I'm guessing that you're advising dairy producers to take a little risk management stance on their feed inputs, their energy costs. I mean, basically everything. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing something on one side of the equation make sure you're doing it to the other. You know, this is, uh, I think, yeah, both sides of the equation are super important right now. Feed prices continue to, you know, put pressure um, on the operation. You know, if we're looking back historically on, you know, our corn prices and when we as dairymen start to, you know, lock in um, new crop values, that's usually October. That's usually when sometimes we get our lows. You know, this may be, this may be a, maybe a funky year. So, um, any dips, break offs, you know, they should they should be looked at as maybe opportunities. But 
CNN, definitely, definitely important thing to be. Yeah. Seeing anything as far as volumes or storage on hand, Owen? That's interesting. Um, as far as as far as dairy products. Yeah, um, I'm thinking specifically butter that keeps rallying. Yeah. No, butter is, we're, as far as cold storage, we're at a point right now, according to our last cold storage report, where we're 20%, we have, 20, we have on hand 20% less value than we did last year. Um, and we're seeing, you know, month over month, pulls, pulls from cold storage. Um, class 3 is con- continuing to get uh, the majority of milk share. Um, so it's definitely not getting into balancing plant's hands as much as needed you know not a lot of powder not a lot of butter being produced um so that is that is what's keeping a nice supportive line underneath underneath this this butter market um like i said what worries me is what's on the back side of that you know when baking season is completed and then with growing milk production milk being averted back into those balancing plants preparing for you know next next fall so a lot of conversation also about transportation. Has dairy felt any of the impact on any of the transportation issues yet, Owen? Yeah, more so on more so on the feed side of things. Um, which that's I mean that's affecting their obviously trucking, which bakes into their basis. Um, that's gonna I think we've seen some in some parts out west that's affected somewhat of the of the availability of of uh you know feed stuffs that are available um or inconsistency you know from from vendors um on on the on the milk side of things no uh i i wouldn't say that has been um as widespread as we've seen on the on the feed side of stuff so well again like we say this is always a developing story situation owen feenstra broker analyst along with us this morning again their ever.ag is a location that you can find out more about the company and like you said everybody but poor you at world dairy expo next week huh i know i (laughs) i wish i was there it's always a good time i've been a couple times yeah yeah it's it's unfortunate this year. I th- and I think that they're right. Uh, they're right in the kind of the entryway area of the expo hall, are they not? Yeah, I think they've got. A, I think they got a pretty good booth. Yep. I mean, I'd encourage anybody to stop by. Shake good hands and it's gonna be a good time. All right, buddy. Thanks again, Owen. We'll catch up with you soon. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you. All right, Owen Feenstra joining us live this morning. Thank goodness. Thought I was gonna miss him this morning, but he. Got you the latest news and information relative to dairy. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning, same time, same